Bubble, bubble, bubble. Sophie, Sophie, Sophie. Stop it! <laughs> well, uh, you asked and we listened. Um, although I think perhaps the people who asked for the movie to be done this week had cruel intentions toward us. Agreed. <laughs> Horrible movie. Yeah, we did the three Cruel Intentions movies this week. And they are not good. Good's not even not good's not even doing it justice. But <laughs> it was hard to stomach through. But those commercials came through right at. Thank just, you, Crackle. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Crackle. <laughs> Hashtag Crackle. <laughs> but, uh, I wish you get paid for that. So uh, well, this is the uh, series run podcast. I'm Matt. I'm also Matt. Different one. <laughs> Matt version one point Yeah, probably. I'm older. Yeah, technically. Um, but yeah, we did the Cruel Intentions movie. The first one was. Let's just start. Let's just start. This is the only tolerable one. Tolerable. No, see? No, 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 no. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to have to sort of disagree with you there. Uh, but we'll get into this. I thought you liked the first one. <laughs> I do. I like the first one. I don't think it's the only tolerable one. Oh. Um, I, well, and the first one is not a good movie. But if you're going to a Cruel Intentions movie, nobody's looking for an Oscar winner. We're, we're, <laughs> we're not talking about Citizen Kane here. We're talking about fucking Cruel Intentions, right? Yeah. So it's... 1999. Good year. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, you were going to, you went to Buffalo that year? I moved to Buffalo that year for five years with my first wife. Um, and I was a sophomore. Yeah. But whatever. Damn kids in your rock music. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so directed by Roger Kimball. Sometimes you'll hear about a director being called a journeyman, journeyman director. <laughs> Roger Kimball is pretty much the, the, the pencil drawing next to journeyman director in the dictionary. Uh, his movies that you've seen probably include Just Friends, uh, the, uh, the uh, Ryan Reynolds, Santa Ferris thing. Um, that was weird. College Road Trip. And my ex-wife's, one of her favorite movies, The Sweetest Thing, with Cameron Diaz. Oh, that's sweet. And then uh, a whole shitload of TV episodes. Um, basically, a TV director that got a good chance. I guess. Yeah, he got a few good gigs, but he made he directed this and Cruel Intentions too, which we'll get to. <laughs> this is the Sarah Michelle Geller and Selma Blair show. Nobody else really matters. There's no other reason to see it. Now we had dis- been discussing Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see the sex appeal in that bitch. I'm gonna call her a bitch. That's personal. That's pretty rough. <laughs> she turned you down in college, didn't she? Nah, it's not even that, man. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that she's praised as Buffy when the movie was way better than the fucking show. Oh, see, opinion. no. I never watched the show. I, I didn't want to because I was like, no, the movie was good. That's all we no, needed. No, the movie's cute, but, but Perry, the, the show's better. Yeah. At least the first few seasons. They did a lot of different stuff on it. It's the well, cult. It's the cult that follows Buffy. Here's, here's the thing. I, I'm a sucker for a tease, and she is unspeakably sleazy in this movie. Super, super <laughs> duper sleazy. Um, but between the scene where they make the bet and she says, I'll let you put it anywhere you want. Did that do it for you? And the down boy scene, I was like, mm, yeah. Yeah, that, that works. She's um, attractive. She's a damn attractive woman. I think Selma Blair was hotter, is hotter than she Oh, was. see, and Selma Blair was great in this too. And yeah. Selma Blair has a lot more range. Oh, yeah. I love um, Selma Blair. She's you, it, oh, she's amazing. But like, if you see her in this, and then you see Hellboy, and then you see Mom and Dad, those are not remotely similar characters. Yeah, <laughs> they could not be far. Her her character in Mom and Dad and her character in this are miles away from each other. 
<laughs> she's good. Oh, she's great. Um, she has MS, and apparently she's dealing with it really well. Yeah. She um, got it pretty bad, though, too, so. Yeah, she's got a film. It sucks to see it. I just, I just saw it about not too long ago, and I was shocked. I didn't even know, man. But I loved, I loved her in this movie. I hate Ryan Phillippe. I've always hated Okay, Ryan here's Phillippe. Ryan Phillippe's thing. And this is, this is what I was going to get into with Ryan Phillippe. The other main actors in this are, are Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Phillippe. Reese trash Witherspoon. Trash. Reese Witherspoon's a good actress. Yeah. You know, she, she's been good all at her these. facial features are smirched together. I like. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I see. I, I had not noticed that. Uh, <laughs> I, liked, I liked her. She had a small partner, but I liked her in American Psycho a lot. That was good. I mean, she has. she's a good actress. I just don't like looking at her. There you go. It's the forehead, too. I'm like that a little bit with Renee Zellweger a little bit. Renee Zellweger. But, um... The, the, she could be the best actress in the world. She's playing a character that does not exist in anything remotely resembling real life in this movie. Absolutely not. Like, yeah. super hot, super rich girl who wrote an essay about being a virgin. To, no. Yeah, she <laughs> was published. A, that's not a thing. This is not a thing <laughs> that happens in real life. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Ryan Phillippe, here's the thing. Ryan Phillippe actually, I think, is pretty good in most of this movie in that he's playing in that he's playing, <laughs> he's playing a soulless asshole. He's playing Ryan <laughs> yeah. Phillippe. But this movie, did you ever see Autumn in New York? Yeah. Okay, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. And the big problem I always <laughs> had, I saw it with my first wife. And, and when we went to it, she picked it out, and I said, here's the problem with this movie. So if you haven't seen Autumn in New York, it's Richard Gere, and he's sleeping with Winona Ryder, knowing she's going to be dead of a disease in short order. And that's the only reason he's sleeping with her. And then they try to make him a sympathetic character, which ain't going to happen if you're only sleeping with somebody who's terminally ill, specifically because they're terminally ill. Kind of the same problem here. He's a complete sociopathic asshole for three quarters of the movie. And then they want you to feel bad for him. No. <laughs> he got what he deserved at the end. Yeah, but. Should have happened earlier in the film. Yeah, yeah, but the whole time it's like, oh, poor Sebastian. No, no. fuck that guy. He's a date rapist. Like, yeah. He's terrible. a ball. But yeah, well, what you were saying about Selma Blair, I will say this. She played a very cartoony part, but it was written that way. Yeah, absolutely. But I, mean, she was, I will she say, she actress. was hot in it when, when, when he finally, when he finally, uh, when he finally uh, has sex with her, and then she's laying in the bed next to him while he's writing, she's like, so, you want a blowjob? I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I can work with this. <laughs> <laughs> I like a girl who's casual, too, that works. Um, no, it, the first one... As movies go, <laughs> is the best one. It has the best performances in it. Had the best cast. It's got the best cast by a country Feature, mile. Although Feature Academy Award winner and uh, what's your guess? The smirched face girl. Um, <laughs> I forgot her name. Don't call her name. No, I mean uh, 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 Reese Witherspoon. Don't, yeah, don't Reese. Call, don't call her smirched face girl. That's terrible. <laughs> I could remember her name. But yeah, she got an award or so or two after this, you know. Yeah, no, she's a good actress, to, and know. and I don't think the acting is necessarily bad. I think Sarah Michelle Gellar grabs that part and the entire goes time at it with both with both hands, like she is hamming it up like like a motherfucker. But that's the character; eh. it's supposed to be hammy and ridiculous. I'm just the entire time I'm watching this movie, I'm just like, where the fuck is everybody's parents? Well, that's what we get in two, and then you yeah, know, which was why I like. Well, well be careful what you wish for, like man. <laughs> Do have more depth in story, no. in my opinion. Okay, here's the thing. Are you done with the? Are we done with the first one? Well, the Rotten Tomatoes on this is 55. percent Really? I thought it'd been better than that. Well, I would have. The audience score oh, was that's 80, probably like a hundred thousand. Eighty-one. Eighty-one's too high. 
Oh, um, man, it has like a following, dude. It does, but the Rotten Tomato score, like the, the initial score, is the critics. Mm-hmm. 55 is almost too generous. Um, like I said, I like Sarah Michelle in it. I think she's she understands the movie she's in, and she's doing exactly what she should be doing in this kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And I think Selma Blair understands that she's got a ridiculously cartoony character, and she's going for it. Everybody else is just kind of feels like they're taking a paycheck. Yeah. Um, the music's pretty good, though, if you like late 90s alternative rock which I do I get that but then that's the shit they try to push in the, in the next two yeah you know what I mean like they did have that one dance song I love though rock, rock meets yeah. fucking like Lisa Loeb fucking music oh yeah you know, that's you know. yeah um, that's funny about the first one though it was uh, <laughs> Analyze This came out and it was number two behind that one when it came out really it was released I'll be damned I'll be damned not worth it because uh, Analyze This is a really good fucking movie yeah, boy, the sequel was garbage, though. The sequel was fucking garbage. It actually kind of made me hate the first one a little bit. Yeah. Because it was pretty bad. Speaking I was like, for one, y'all didn't have to do that. Well, see, and that's a perfect transition to part two. <laughs> okay, so here's the backstory on part two. came out in 2000. Same director, Roger Kimball, the journeyman Roger Kimball. Um, this was supposed to be a TV series. And, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, the fourth one which we weren't able to find because it's not streaming friggin' anywhere. Please, if somebody has it, send it to me because I really want to see it. I really do. It's a pilot for a TV program. Who thinks this is a good movie series to bring to television, especially network television? I mean, if you think about the stuff that was in the second one, I mean, that was three episodes, three of the, three, the only three recorded episodes. Did you know that? Yeah. Were part of, were actually what we watched. Yeah, and then they shoehorned in a bunch of nude scenes and did some ADR yeah, to put in fun, yeah. put in a bunch of bad language, and that was it. But it plays like like remember um, do you remember the uh, the Ferris Bueller TV series? Vaguely. Okay, so there was a Ferris Bueller TV series with Charlie Schlatter and uh, Jennifer Aniston was a genie in it. Um, it lasted less than a season. What year was this? Uh, it was the same year that. Um, Friends came out because she oh, that, that got early. canceled and she grabbed it right after that. Mm. Um, this reminded me of that. Like everybody in it, and I'm saying this knowing that yes, Amy Adams plays Catherine in it. A- Amy Adams is a hell of an actress. She's very very good. And this is a million miles away from the Muppets. Um, <laughs> and it, this is like her second or third movie after she did the criminally underrated. Please go see it. Drop dead gorgeous, which is awesome. Um, and this is the second appearance of somebody from the movie I talked about the, on one of our other episodes, the big hit, the guy who plays Sebastian played Gump in the big hit, the really, really stupid guy (laughs) who, who, uh, causes lots of problems in that movie. And he's hilarious in that. And that is a very different character as well. The problem here is that the only, you get to, you get to find out what's going on with the parents, which is great. And that actually kept me watching it because I got kind of curious because the dad was like, man, how the fuck has he not got caught yet? Like, he's obviously fucking around. Well, and Mimi Rogers is obviously having the time of her life in this movie, and she could do this standing on her head. I would love for her to give me a back massage. Amen. And I hate back massages. She's amazing. But like, she she could do that part literally standing on her head. Like, she's she's been doing stuff like this for years. She's a class Mm -hmm. act. That being said, everybody feels to me like they're doing an impression of the characters in the first movie, and not a good one. Uh, Amy Adams is a great actress. She's not right for this role at all. At all. That's how I felt in the beginning. It kind of, sort of grew on me towards the end of that movie. 
Because she did get a little bit more sexual towards the end. Yeah, but she still felt like she was forcing it a little. Which is not, not it just wasn't genuine. It felt so, forced. That's my problem with with Geller. It's, it's see, me, I don't feel me, that like Geller. To at me, all. it felt forced too. Like it's not like okay, you know what? You can't really do these roles, in my opinion. But I just didn't find like the sex appeal. I kind of you know Amy Adams kind of slightly has a better sex appeal, I guess if you think about it. For all my, in my opinion. Yeah, no, and I'm that's I'm a, an SMG what, guy from way back. <laughs> but, um, and by the way, this was turning back to Sarah Michelle Geller. This is a little bit before she actually did play a porn star. In Southland Tales, but good luck getting through Southland Tales. Yeah, I mean, I've Oof, seen, I've that's seen a rough that. movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Amy Adams is fine for what she's doing, but she's miscast as hell. And uh, Robin Dunn, who played Gump and plays Sebastian in this, is not playing Sebastian. He's playing some other dude. This this character has nothing to do with the character that Ryan Phillippe did. Well, obviously, but he had to get corrupted. I was waiting for but something to happen. But he was already corrupt. He did the thing ah, in the beginning. Yeah, he did that, but that just wasn't good enough. That dude, I mean, for one, he was hella lucky throughout that movie because he got all kind of sexual things being thrown at that fucking asshole. But he was still the nice guy. And then it took to the end, and even that was just like, oh, man, that's what made him go fucking dark. No, and I I never bought that he was a nice guy, period. And didn't he not fuck Geller? That's you know the I mean? problem. <laughs> they completely undercut the entire reason he got into the bet in the first freaking movie in the first place. First rule of a prequel. Do not undercut the sequel, you dumb ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's the problem with prequels anyway. We know he's going to die in the next movie. Um, <laughs> so you're trying to send him out on a fucking bang? I guess. Like, oh, man, you got to fucking threesome, poor guy. Like, that genuinely pissed me off. Like, I sat through that whole thing, and then they do the wild things with thing with him and uh, her and uh, whoever the girl is who plays Danielle. I can't remember her name. The one that was starting to give him a blowjob on the park bench and the phone rang. <laughs> <laughs> And gave him like the extreme blue so balls. Dumb. Um, yeah, no, I, I two, two had a lot of fucking like random ass things being said by people in that movie, like just side things, and then the complete racism with the house people that worked the house. Like I the think Asian that was lady, intentional. She was wearing the full on Asian girl, but I think that was intentional. No, absolutely, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, no, and all the stuff with the servants was kind of fun, and and like I said, I liked that they put the parents in. I think Mimi Rogers was great. Um, I think Amy Adams is a great actress. And I think she was doing the best for a, that she could do with a part that is just not right for her. But like the fact that they're repeating whole <laughs> scenes from the first movie, like oh, massages—he's going to massage your tongue with his. Tongue. I've heard this before. That was in the first goddamn. Movie. There were some awkward. I mean, that part was awkward. He was standing when they were getting their massages, and then Sebastian standing in front. Oh, of that him. thing was yeah. That too. I was just like I was, and I was smoking through these entire. Had to smoke through these through watching these fucking movies. I was drinking quite a bit. Yeah, no, I, uh, I feel you. I was to the point where I was just like automatically accepting what was going on, but knowing I was like, man, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, two straight up pissed me off. And I, I don't understand why they think a movie series this sleazy is going to work on a network, on a broadcast network. It, what, would, it you, would work on cable, maybe. But even then, I mean, how many what stories ne- do you What network was it supposed to be on? Well, I know the fourth Fox, one. right? Well, I know the, the fourth one, not this one. I know the fourth one is supposed to be on NBC. Uh, which ain't going to work. That's not going to work in NBC. This is this is a series that's made for Cinemax. Man, I don't even give it that much credit. Okay, who? You're, talk, you're talking about like fucking 3 a.m. Cinemax. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what the third Behind movie is. Zelman King's Red That's pretty much what the third movie is. So there. Erotic <laughs> Confessions. Um, no, uh, this has a Rotten Tomatoes of 17%. 
and 21% from the audience, and I think both of those are about right. From my perspective, I, it's it's a garbage movie. I don't like it. I think those things should be ran to where if it's as low as that, you got you can you shouldn't know who that 21% is. Like you should be tagged. Like uh, what you call it? <laughs> Uh, like a like, you put out like, a, a, like a sexual you predator. Put you on a registry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I don't even. No, I would. I would love to know who that 21 percent yeah. was. But this is supposed to be a series called Manchester Prep, and I'd love to know what they th- thought they were going to be doing with this series after that third episode because that's the thing. Like, even if it wasn't too sleazy for network, these characters don't have a whole hell of a lot of story left. Like, okay, so you seduce some people and you had a bet. And next episode, you seduce some people and you have a bet. And next episode, you seduce some people. Like, they you know always what? do the same shit. Like, at some point, we're never going to think that they've turned good. They already have shows like this. They're called soap operas. This is a soap opera. Teenage soap opera. Yeah, but it's the same fucking thing. We might as well just watch Guiding Light. I'd watch Guiding Light. I used to watch Guiding Light. Yeah, no, Guiding Light's good as shit. But, but we already have that. So we don't, we don't need a Cruel Intentions TV show, especially not one without any nudity. Which, the, by the way, the shoehorn in nudity in part two is hilarious. It had a lot of it. That whole shower scene was so... That gave new meaning to tacked on. <laughs> like, we need some nudity right here. Well, let's just send these naked twins into the shower. <laughs> oh, look, he made them squirt. Oh, whoops, oh, geez. Uh, it was so cartoony and ridiculous. That, oh, ugh. Not a fan of this movie at all. I did not I like it. I think it had that reverse effect. Like, yeah, it was a horrible movie, but honestly, out of the three, I know we haven't talked about the third one yet, um, but the second one is my favorite one for some truly fucked up reason, I guess. Named Amy Adams, I'm guessing, would be the primary reason. A- Amy Adams, yeah. I mean, she is a good actress for sure. She's a good actress and she's damn attractive. Uh, I'll give her that. Uh, she's a nice lady. She was so good in, uh, what is that, the Hustle, American Hustle. Yeah, she's good. I and even liked Muppets. her as uh, Lois. She's yeah, she's a good, good Lois. Lois. Um, um, and this was like I said this was right after Drop Dead Gorgeous and she's so funny in Drop Dead Gorgeous that one's um, like a under the radar film it's, too. You, have you seen it? yeah the people that are in it man that was a good movie it's awesome but she's great and she's Leslie and at the uh, show the show tunes girl and she's really funny <laughs> um, okay which brings us to three which, <laughs> which mm. I have marked as what intentions? Um, <laughs> this I is feel too- like the third one needed one of those stupid like nicknames cruel intentions like Bloodlust, <laughs> <laughs> like like they did with uh, with Wild Things, Wild did, Things did Four, Diamonds in the Rough. <laughs> Just skip straight to that one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is 2004. This is directed year. by yeah yeah. This is directed by Scott Zeal, who has done a whole lot of nothing except yeah. oh, man, he was the man who brought us Roadhouse I know, too. Yeah, fucking asshole, dude. Yeah. I was like, man, fuck this guy. He automatically hated this movie. I didn't have to watch it. But that's like I told you, I read the whole fucking synopsis, the plot and everything before I watched this one. But it was good enough to make me still watch it. Yeah, yeah. no. With commercials. And believe it or not, it was written by the same guy who wrote Deadpool. Get the fuck out of here. It's written by the same dude who wrote Deadpool. Both Deadpools. Get the fuck out of here. Really? (laughs) Yes. I need to talk to that guy. (laughs) What it like, happened? Bro, I guess Iggy's... <laughs> no, I mean, it's great. He's obviously progressed. Okay, this... And you said, did you have some backstory on this one? Because I don't. For this one, not really. Okay. I just know that, you know, not really backstory, but like, 
there's only really one person that I look at when I look at these things, I always look for the red, the people that you can't click on right. and find out about. I was like, okay, so this movie's really fucking bad because people that never really did anything yeah. to where you can't Well, I mean some people have. Um I did look that up. Okay, so first of all, I am ninety percent sure this is some unrelated script that had nothing to do with cruel intentions whatsoever. And they had the IP. So they're just like no, let's slap Cruel Intentions on it and call it a day. Because <laughs> it's got nothing to do with anything in the first two movies other well, than... That's when, that's when you come to realize, and I was naive myself to, re- to, to not understand what was going on. You know, first I thought that Manchester Prep was going to be in all three of them, right? Right. Well, they changed it on the third one because now it's a college. No, it's a college in California. Yeah. Uh, so it threw me off there. So, okay, well, that's not the connection. And I was like, well, it can't really be the characters either. Well, it's, it is it's, kind it's of. the fucking betting, though, too. Like it's. Well, yeah, but it is it is one of the characters. Which the main character? girl, Cassidy, mm-hmm. is Catherine's cousin. It's literally the same thing they did on Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> she's. Have, I must have missed that. She's Cassie Mertil. She's Catherine's cousin, and they say what happened to Catherine in this too. They said, "Well, well, because the one guy's." Chris and is trying to get with her and he's like well why can't we be like Catherine and Sebastian and she goes oh that'll end up well one of us to be dead and the other one to be in a methadone clinic <laughs> I didn't make that connection yeah um, and I mean, there's I, like there's a hall at the college named after her um, really yeah Martial Hall yeah but it felt like they were just shoehorning those references in wherever they could because it's obviously to me at least obviously feels like a script that had absolutely nothing to do whatsoever <laughs> With Cruel Intentions, and they just, like, added a couple of lines in to make it kind of like Cruel Intentions. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're going to run with that. Well, um, that and the fucking betting, dude. There was so much betting going on in this fucking movie. You, we, There was, like, the first bet was already over 20 minutes into the goddamn fucking movie. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> with the prints. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to make two probably unpopular opinions on this. I think if you took this plot and made it with the actors from the first movie, it would have been the best movie. If you took the actors from the first movie and did this plot with them, because this plot makes the most sense of any of the three of them to me. None of the plotting in the second one made a, a lick lot of, of sense. There's a lot of fucking in the third one. Yeah, but none of the, but the plot made sense. Like, it was just a bunch of assholes which, betting against Which plot? <laughs> well, first of all, I think, yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> fake that you're fake that you're faking. Yeah, but, but one of the things I will say is this is almost accidentally prescient because it was made in 2004, and the guy who plays Patrick, that whole character... Patrick, the rapist guy? The raper, yeah. Yeah. He comes off like a, like a pissed-off MRA guy. I'm like, girls won't pay attention to me. Me, 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 me. Like, he, he comes off like one of those men's rights guys. Men's rights. Men's rights advocates, <laughs> one of those red pill assholes. It's, like, really prescient. Like, but he's so obviously terrible. <laughs> like, beyond the normal amounts of cruel intentions, that's, terrible. That's the one that was playing stupid, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love it when he like stood straight up when he <laughs> revealed himself. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, the douchebag!" <laughs> <laughs> and that all his lines are like so like super obviously. Oh no, I only use sex as a weapon. That's the only way. It's interesting. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake, you don't have to hit us over the head of the frying pan. We get it. He's terrible. And you rape two women. But I think, and this is my other unpopular opinion, I think because Amy Adams is miscast. I think Christina Anapo, who's in this one, is better than Amy Adams was in the second one. I, I think she comes off more believable as being a heartless, heartless manipulative bitch. Well, yeah, she's a uh, she's a brunette. <laughs> well, and she looks like a cross between Sarah Michelle Gellar and uh, and uh, Alyssa Milano. 
Yeah, I agree. There. There. I kept saying, I kept saying Alyssa Milano. I was like, yeah, Alyssa Milano look alike. But she's bitch. got the Sarah Michelle Geller kind of facial features. Mm. Yeah, no, she's Who? she's hot. Um, but yeah, no, she's from Hawaii. It's it's a it's a terrible movie. It is. It's three is bad. It's bad in like a Cinemax way, but it's bad and I was not bored. Three did not bore me at all. Two bored the fuck out of me. I like the ending to three because you know they ended. The ending with is the, great. They, you know they ended with the beginning, right? Did you know that? How's that? So the, I'm talking about the ass ending when they're at the pool pool side, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Okay, so tell me the ending. How does this end, right?" Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Whatever." And she looks at the guy. She's like, "I bet you we, I can get into his trunks, right?" Yeah, but that, that was that was the prince. Yeah, I know, but that was like she's like he's had enough time to heal. So they did. They do the no, no, same. No, no, no. She That's said that. A, no, remember I read the uh, synopsis before the movie. It cuts back. But time wise, it wasn't doing that. No, time wise, that was the very beginning of the movie. It ended with the beginning of the movie. Like they planned her, Patrick, and then Anna Ho chick. They planned the entire movie. Patrick or Jason? Uh, sorry, uh, Jason. The non-rapist. Yeah. <laughs> well, the non-forcible rapist. The dude from fucking Final Destination. Yeah, the date rapist, not the forcible rapist. <laughs> he was in Dawson's Creek, too. Yeah, that, well, that was the whole thing, too, right? Like, they're all like, oh, he's a rapist. Well, technically, all of you are. You're all fucking date rapists. Like, you're all just trying to trick people into they're having sex with They're all kleptos, that's for sure. They all, yeah, they're all horrible <laughs> people. But, yeah, if I got to pick between the horrible people, yeah, maybe yeah. the forcible rapist but is no, the like, worst but, one. But back to the third one, but reading up on it, like I said, I read all about the movie, mm-hmm. but at the end, that's what they do. They tell you, they basically go straight to the beginning. It, all the whole movie was planned. That was the ultimate bet. Like they had planned everything in the movie was going to happen. So that's how they end the movie. And they just picked that random dude that was coming out of the pool, and that was her going to the prince. That was, she found out he was a prince after that. That was basically the, the movie. Yeah. The the movie. That's what they did. Okay. That's why I kind of like the third one a little bit. I think that's Saving best. Grace is hard. I'm saying, I think it has the best plot of all three movies. It makes the most sense. But the second one entertained me a lot. So no, see, I found the second, the second one, one to be unspeakably boring. I had a very hard time getting through it. It was way too obvious. Amy Adams is impossibly miscast for me. She just doesn't come off like that to me at all. She was really skinny. Yeah, and she, and she just doesn't... I have a hard time believing her as that character. Part of it is because it's TV. It feels it feels like a TV show. It feels like the it feels like the like the Ferris Bueller version, like the like the TV version of Ferris Bueller. This feels this feels like what it is. It feels like the TV version of Cruel Intentions. Like we're gonna get people that kind of vaguely look like the people who are in the movie. We're gonna give them characters that are kind of sort of like the characters in the movie. I mean, but, but it was a prequel, really. so they had to be those people. Right. Well, and especially at the especially was, at the end of the second originally one, when it was written, and this really wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> um, the Danielle character was named Annette. She was playing the same character that Reese Witherspoon played in the movie, and the the dumb girl who was acting exactly like Selma Blair in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was playing the same character Selma Blair played in the movie, which makes me wonder what the hell? How does that work? That bitch played like a goody two shoe in uh, Baywatch. I did not know that. She's cute. Yeah, but she, uh, that's where I recognized her from. But the, I don't know, man. The second one, I mean. And the ending was cute in the second one, I guess. None of them have a terrible ending except the first one. I really liked it that, uh, with that limo driver that basically almost <laughs> fucking killed that bitch. And then he just, when, like, he, when he put her I'll in take, there and he takes the fucking bike. I'll take care of the bike. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking <laughs> chunks the motherfucker. <laughs> 
But then did you realize what happened though? He actually did put it in the trunk. Did he? Yeah. No, I thought they drove away <laughs> with it. No, no, no. You have to look at it again. He throws it, it cuts back to what homeboy's doing, Sebastian uh -huh. are doing inside the, the limo. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> then it cuts back real quick and the driver's coming back from the uh, Yeah, but I thought the last the shot was over the mushed bike in the street toward the toward the car. I'm almost positive that bike's well, he, in the street at the end. I'm is. almost positive. That's right. You know, he does drive away. Yeah, he drives away and leaves the bike in. right there in the street while oh, the other two... put it in. Well, while the two girls are making out in the front seat and freaking Sebastian's railing the uh, railing the naive chick in the back seat. Or in the front seat. The two girls are making out in the front seat and Sebastian's railing Amy the Amy Adams and that one goody two... The park bench blowjob yeah. chick <laughs> were in the front. Yeah. And then Sebastian... And the goody two shoes were in the park. And pseudo window. Sebastian, because that guy and was. And as a photographer, and I will just say this, I don't mean to nitpick, but that the lens that he had on that camera was a zoom lens. <laughs> so, He's not really using it. I don't care. The fact Does that, that they, work, by the way? Does that line work? I'm sure you've tried it. <laughs> I can't. You're really uh, pretty. Yeah, you could be a model. Why don't just, you come back and look at my etchings? Because uh, it's 1976 all of a sudden. <laughs> is, is this line secure? Or? <laughs> Okay, so then, okay, so we're we're gonna disagree on this. The best movie as a movie of the three of them is the first one for me. I um, The best plot of any of them in terms of entertainment is the third one, um, but the the third one is the only one I could watch straight through because I wasn't bored. The first one, other than the stuff with Sarah Michelle Gellar, anytime she wasn't on screen, it was like. It was a very poochy thing for me. Like anytime Sarah Michelle was on screen, I was like, "Where's Sarah Michelle? Why aren't we seeing her?" She right would have just showed more skin. I know it was oh, ninety nine. So okay? I know it was ninety nine. My she heart would have exploded. She is Shit. short, but I feel like you know. My heart would have exploded. Lots of Bliss is short, and she shows a lot. Mm, yeah, and then two is just apologies to Amy Adams and Gump. Garbage. It's garbage. And Meet Me Rogers, who's very good in it, Sorry, and Gump. Is obviously knows she's in garbage. Two is garbage. It, it it actively pissed me off that they went back and just rewrote the whole motivation for the first fucking movie. <laughs> but it was a prequel. Yeah, that's why it sucks. The whole deal was that he wanted to have sex with her. And if he already had a threesome with her, what else is there left? Well, we don't know exactly what happened in that threesome. He could have been hitting the blowjob picnic or picnic bench chick. While, you know, I mean, we don't have to get all in the details yeah, no, of what, no, what, no, what, no, what we're going welcome on. Welcome to Slizzard <laughs> Pictures After Dark. You got to pay a dollar for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> no, I, I, the, the, the first one's the best movie as a movie just because it's Sarah Michelle Gellar show, and I think she's just owning it. I love that she just owns that character. I think it's 2-1-3 for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying 1-3-2. One, three, two. One, so three, pretty two. much the exact opposite. <laughs> um yeah, no, I, th I think one's the best. And again, I, I want to see the 2016 pilot because that is an interesting story to me. That you take that character and make her older, but still kind of... But it was a bitch, TV movie. She's learned new ways to do it. Movie. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, that's, a, a, that's what I saw. Well, I think it was supposed to be a backdoor pilot for a series. It's the same director as the first two. It has to be out there somewhere. I cannot for the life of me find it. Like I said, NBC? anybody have it, send it to me. You said NBC? It was supposed to be you an think, NBC. You think maybe something on Peacock, maybe? I don't think so. I looked everywhere, dude. Hmm. I could not find it. It was on briefly. Apparently, it had been posted on like Facebook or something. And then it got taken down, and nobody's seen it since. It's the last episode. <laughs> Just like I was, if we had, if people had picked Poison Ivy, 
I went and looked for it just for the hell of it today. The first one's really hard to find. The Drew Barrymore one? Mm-hmm. And I bet she's probably involved in making that very hard to find, because I bet it's kind of mm-hmm. embarrassing. That was in her wild days. Yeah, good times. <laughs> um, well, I mean, so that's a wrap for the Cruel Intentions. Right? Yeah, yeah. Next time, please pick wild things or... <laughs> Or poison ivy because the fourth one looks like the fourth poison <laughs> ivy looks like a laugh friggin' riot. I might watch it just for the hell of it. All right. Well, uh, we uh, just agreed on our next series. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and here's a hint: uh, we are recording this two days before St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> By the luck of the Irish. Yes, it's Leprechaun. That's going to be a two-episode, right? Yeah, it's going to be a two-parter because there's, what, six or seven official ones. There's at least six, for mm-hmm. sure. So we should do one through four, and then we're off to the hood. I think you should do the first three. Three, and then... And then do... Uh, and then go to space in the hood? Because there's two in the hood, and there's one in space. But there's one more after that, isn't there? There's one more sucks. Warwick Davis one. Because we're skipping the one... In case you're familiar with the leprechaun with hornswoggle in it, because it's not. No, I don't count that one. Fuck that. that I've seen that one too. Yeah, no. They tried really hard on that one. I'm sure they did, but no. It's horrible. Yeah, no. It's it's the same thing as doing the child. We have to do child's play at some point too, but it's the same thing as the child's play remake. I love Mark Hamill, but come on, man. I'm fucking lost. I don't even know where they are on those now. Child's play. Yeah. The first three. The the first three are the only ones I give a fuck about. No, the the fourth and fifth ones are great. Really. Bride of Chucky's hilarious. Um, and then they went serious again with Cult and Curse, which both I've heard are very good. But then they did a reboot. Like a complete reboot? Yeah. So the other ones before that belonged in the Child's Play yes, universe? all of it's canon. Until you get to the reboot. And they replaced Brad Dourif in the reboot. And I love it. With Mark Hamill. Oh, really? Mark Hamill got that one? Yep. If you got to pick somebody, Mark Hamill's a great pick, choice. The, the, man is, the man is great. But he ain't Brad Dourif for Chucky. I want Brad Dourif to be my Chucky. And his daughter stars in the last two in the canon. Brad Dourif's daughter? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. She's like I a main f- character? Or? Yeah. Really? It's a girl in a wheelchair that has like a bond with Chucky. It, it, Is she really in a wheelchair in real life? No. Nah. I don't think so anyway. But it's it, what I've seen of them, and I haven't seen... I've seen part of, I think, Curse of Chucky. Um, it's, it's kind of a return to form. It's more freaky and scary and not dumb. Although... As I tell my kids, because they were a little freaked out about my painting that's got Chucky on it, I said, here's the thing about those. It's about a killer doll, and nobody ever thinks to just kick him. <laughs> <laughs> just kick him! He's a doll! Kick him! Nobody ever kicks Chucky! I mean, he was always holding that fucking knife. Yeah, but kick him! <laughs> get, get okay, yeah, fucking, he gets you in get the leg while you're kicking him. Get real quick, man. That hurt. Yeah, but you're still kicking him out of the way. For God's sake, he's a doll. Kick him! Hmm. Anyway... Uh, Leprechaun's the next one coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a shout out here uh, to two things again. Big hit. Please, for the love of God, see it. I want more people to see that movie because it's fucking great. And uh, we talked about this a little bit too. I discovered the Hatchet series this week, and it is awesome. And you should go watch it because it's really funny. Well, there you go. Well, uh, anything you think you should see? Uh, can't really think off the top of my head. I know. Oh, you know. Yeah, I I started. Finishing uh, Vikings. Oh yeah, like I, 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 my I, parents I, watched it. I didn't watch it. Okay, you like Game of Thrones? When I've seen it, yeah, I didn't have HBO Ga- until Ga- like Game now. of Thrones is a great. I love great the books. Show. 
Yeah, great book. Good read, for sure. Mm-hmm. Show's great, okay? Yeah, it has its ups and downs or whatever. whatever. Well, and Sean Vegas killed, of course um, he does. But this puts, <laughs> only, I mean, take all the, I mean, Vikings is fucking good. I've heard and great it things. has a lot of fucking action in it. A lot I've of heard action. great things. My folks loved it. Yeah, so I've been, uh, I stopped at five because it got too much. You know what I mean? I had to take a break. I was like, okay, somebody major just like, you know, went away or whatever. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But that's what I've been. I mean, I got two more seasons and I'm good. Cool. All right. But, uh, but yeah, Leprechaun's coming up. Leprechaun's next. Woohoo. All right. Keep away from my gold. <laughs> I want to make gold. <laughs> lucky Clovers. <laughs> Instead of Lucky Charms, it was Lucky Clovers. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> Which is a funny thing. We'll, we'll talk about it, but it was originally Lucky Charms. I'm going to get me Lucky Charms. It was originally Lucky Charms. I'm just saying. And then they watched the movie. <laughs> That's all I'm going to be thinking about the whole time is Lucky right. Charms. I'm sure. All right. Well, we're going to go over the, the Chucky series, so we'll, we'll see. Not uh, Chucky. We're doing, we're doing uh, Chucky. Chucky. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do uh, Chucky later. We'll do that guy, too. But, uh, we'll do. Uh, <laughs> well, not the same time. <laughs> we don't have that much time, for fuck's sake. We have jobs. <laughs> we ain't gay. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. That reminds me. That was one thing that was really weird that you could tell this is the early 2000s on all three of these. There was a lot of that. A lot of like, I'm no fag. There was a whole <laughs> hell of a lot of that I ain't happening. I homo. Especially in the third one. Like, the, the first one actually had uh, the gay to, character in it. Uh, to me, I think there was some underlining things going on with those two guys in that fucking third one. In the first one, they had the gay character in it. The two gay characters Joshua in Jackson. it. Joshua Jackson. <laughs> and the and the closeted Gordon guy. Bombay's not son. Yeah, and the, and the closeted guy, the closeted football player. And they actually did a pretty good job of not being like horribly homophobic about those two. But then after that, the other two, the word fag is flying around all over the place. And it's so weird to hear that now because it's not like an acceptable thing. But in 2000, shit, they were doing it all the time. Shut up, fag. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I don't know. You know, the fucking cruel intentions, the whole fucking series all around pisses me off. <laughs> Because it came out when all those other fucking movies came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, teaching uh, teaching Miss Tingle, Disturbing Behavior, The Faculty, all that shit was coming out. And that movie came out when all those movies came out. And they're almost, all those movies are almost all the same. They all took place at fucking high schools, basically. Faculty's pretty badass, though. Yeah, no, they were good. I like Faculty. I like Disturbing Behavior. Those are good movies. But Katie Holmes is hot in Disturbing Behavior. Go over that. Way hotter than Geller. Oh, give her that. Yeah, Katie Holmes is among the most attractive women in Hollywood, for my money. Yeah. I, that She just pushes my buttons, but Keller's not far behind her. Agreed. All right. Well, then, uh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to go now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.